Hey, man. <laughs> What's up? Have you ever heard of Mike Malloy? Mike Malloy? Yeah. yeah. Or maybe Michael Malloy. <laughs> Mike Malloy? No, I know his son, Draco. <laughs> Uh, you might have uh, Draco what, Malloy. What about a uh, uh, Mike the Durable or Iron Mike or Irish Rasputin? Maybe the Juggernaut. Or uh, this is uh, uh, my favorite, the Murder Trust. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the one I've heard, <laughs> heard of. Heard of that one? <laughs> yeah. What is this? Is this a is this a local wrestler? Uh, is this one of those guys that like, like does backyard it wrestling? Sounds like it. It sounds like it. No, it's not. Uh, it's a. Uh, um, uh, you know what? I think this is better if I don't tell you. <laughs> Fiddle off. <laughs> Sprinkled on a little bit of rat poison as if it was like a vinaigrette. Did you say innocent and then describe a murder? You and that guy that crawled in the fire yesterday? <laughs> We've been trying to kill him for months. He won't die. What's that episode of SpongeBob where he makes that really <laughs> nasty looking Krabby Patty? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's got to look worse than that, right? <laughs> Things I learned last night. What if that was the whole episode? What if it's like, it's like, yeah, actually, this one's better if you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Your life was my life was better before I knew. And so <laughs> Great. Here, let me just say, okay, I won't tell you. Sure, uh, let's go in blind. Yeah, let's let's go in blind. Okay, so it's uh, the year is nineteen thirty three. Oh, wow. um, okay. Uh, it's it's uh, just February. Yeah, well, uh, a couple years after the Great Depression, uh, the height of the Great Depression. Are we um, still in it? We're still when we're well, first of all, we're still in <laughs> it's it. It's never ended. Yeah. No, when when does when did the depression officially end? What was the do we know? Uh I'm sure like when, someone knows. When I don't did know someone if go, we know. When did someone go uh, it's over? Uh from twenty nine to thirty nine. It was the war. The war gave the everyone war. a lot of money because, you know, a bunch of companies profited off of war, as always. Um Wow. That's a thing. Uh so <laughs> This is the middle of the depression. Okay. Really, I guess uh, the early middle of the Great Depression. Yeah. Um, New York City. The, the depression's teenage years. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? In, how what many? How old is the depression in human years? <laughs> what is that in human years? <laughs> Every year, the depression is like eight years. <laughs> So okay, so at that point, the depression would have been four years old, uh, and so it's about a seven to one ratio of right. dog years. To so it's about twenty eight, about our age. Yeah, so the depression is as old as us at this point. Uh, so pretty wise, its brain is fully developed at That's least. That's great. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's New York City, nineteen thirty three, February, the Bronx. Okay. There's this group of guys, right? Yeah. Uh, you ready? Tony Marino, Joseph Murphy, Francis Pasqua. Oh, this guy's Hershey a monster. Green, and Daniel Kreisberg. Uh, Who are we talking about? Mike. We're talking about Michael Malloy. Malloy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a gangster. Um, he's a mobster. And this group, uh, obviously, they're a group of dudes in the Bronx in the Great Depression, uh, and they're friends. Um, also, what's going on in the middle of this era is the only people who had friends in the depression was the mob. 
Everyone else was on their own. Everyone else was trying to figure out how to make it through the depression. The mob was the like, mob, eh, they were fine, doing okay. Yeah, those are a lot of mob names. Yeah, dude. Um, what was the first one? The uh, Tony Marino. Yeah, dude. That's some pretty <laughs> That's the mobbiest name. name I've ever heard. That's dude. a very mobby name. Uh, so Tony Marino, he owned a speakeasy. This is the middle of the prohibition. Oh yeah. Uh, and so. Uh, I wonder how correlated the prohibition and the Great Depression were. Anyways, well, I'll tell bar. you what, it was a horrible depression and people <laughs> couldn't drink during it. So <laughs> it's like, well, I just did a cave tour the other day. Uh, prohibition was the 1920 through 1933. So, wow, dude, they got like a couple of years into it and they were like, you know like, what? We, Remember what we said about that? We should yeah, drink again. Uh, we <laughs> Not until the depression is drinking age and it's <laughs> it is finally 21 in depression, in depression years. years. <laughs> <laughs> now I went on a cave tour the other day and the caves were used as the um, as a speakeasy. Yeah, did they do it in a cave or would they have like a like no, was it one was of those like, cool ones like under a barbershop or something? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, um, it's in the it's in the Bronx. <laughs> Um, so uh, these guys, they're a group of friends, um, and the depression obviously was a difficult time financially for a lot of people. Um, uh, we should make alcohol illegal again, just because I want to see where the speakeasy pop up in current world. Just because you're curious. Yeah, just like inside a mattress firm, <laughs> underneath the Wendy's. You know, <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, can I get the uh, four for four? Um, <laughs> you know, can I get a uh, Vanilla frosty, <laughs> and then like the drive-through just <laughs> opens up. <laughs> anyway, it's like a. The, anyways, uh, okay. So, uh, Tony Marino yeah. was running the speakeasy. He's got a speakeasy. He's got the speakeasy, um, and the depression was a tough time for a lot of people, uh, and a lot of people turned to some nefarious options of making money mm-hmm. um, because a lot of people were struggling making ends meet. So some people got into some petty theft. Um, some people got into some robbery. Um, yeah, a, a wide array of crimes were being committed by people who were in desperate situations. And this group, um, they said, you know what? Uh, we're above that uh, robbery, theft, things like that. That's the, you're not going to make much money off that. Yeah, a couple hundred bucks tops. Sure. Um, they're like, we need we need to go after some like we need big a real cash. enterprise. Yeah, and so they got together and they started um, doing a little uh, fraud. Um, so light fraud, <laughs> a little bit of light fraud. Okay, uh, some insurance fraud. I do uh, love a little bit of light fraud. Was it insurance which, fraud? It was insurance fraud. Was so, it really? <laughs> ironically, uh, the '30s <laughs> was the fraudiest insurance period uh, in history um, for a couple of reasons. Uh, historians think it was one uh, the depression was happening and so a lot yeah. of people were desperate and insurance fraud was one of the easier frauds to commit especially because at that time well also in 2020 um, more fraudulent checks had been cashed in 2020 than in the entire two decades before that Dang, when things get tough when things I mean pe- people yeah. fraud uh, <laughs> people fraud <laughs> afraid people fraud people uh, <laughs> yes uh, I so. had that motivational poster <laughs> up there <laughs> You know, <laughs> afraid people, fraud people. Okay, so um, the but they also think that the insurance agents, the salespeople, were getting commissions, and they were like, "I'll turn a blind eye to what I'm pretty sure oh, is for insurance sure. fraud, so I could get a commission off that." Yeah, 
Um, but there was also really lax regulations with insurance in that era. Okay. Um, and so a lot of new regulations respond out of this era. One of the bigger ones being um, the person who was having uh, an insurance policy taken out on them did not have to be present at the time of sale. Uh, so I could just take out an insurance policy on you and you didn't have to know. And then I could go kill you and be like, hey, he's dead. And then I would get the money back because they were just like, yeah, I'm sure this guy is. <laughs> I'm sure this guy's okay with this. I'm sure he knows you and could you fine with kill that. me and then take out the insurance. You'd have to be pretty fast. You'd have to get that work done pretty. Could quick. you run me over with your car <laughs> and then take out an insurance policy, but wait two months, to wait say two anything. months for the insurance <laughs> to kick in and then and then claim the insurance <laughs> on that. You'd have to do some serious embalming and make sure on like that fixed you never arm. decayed a little bit. Yeah, um, but if you could pass it what off as a fresh sc- death, we should start scamming, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we should like you're. Yeah, we should start taking a, a shared note on our phones. And anytime you think of a good scam, <laughs> let's just put it in there. That's a good scam. That's a good scam. Uh, <laughs> like a good scam. So. uh, uh these guys were like, "Hey, yeah, who were they insurance taking insurance fraud. out on?" Well, uh, <laughs> were they killing people? Uh, it started off. <laughs> <laughs> started off pretty normal. <laughs> um, it started off uh, innocently enough. Okay. Um, with uh, one of the guys was dating this girl. It wasn't going great, and so they said, "Hey." What if she just got pneumonia? And so what they did is uh, took out an insurance policy on her, uh, opened up the window. It's December in uh, New York, dumped a bunch of water on her, got her really drunk first so she wouldn't notice, got her really drunk, dumped a bunch of water on her and just let her die overnight. Called up one of their her hospital like just friends froze to death. Yeah, yeah. Called up one of their doctor friends and was like, hey, we'll give you a piece of the pie if you say it was like just pneumonia. And he's like, okay. And so he signed it off, and they all Is took that off how a people little payout. People was just get them drunk, get them cold, <laughs> and make and just douse them with water. <clears throat> well, they said they they wanted it to look. If anyone was going to look into this, they wanted it to look natural, and so they didn't want there to be any like evidence of strangulation or a struggle or anything like that. And it was a pretty natural looking death. She got drunk, left the window open, got a little wet, froze. Um, and so uh, and they got away with it. So the first one they did was murder. <laughs> I said did they mur- start murdering people and you went well it started pretty pretty innocent. <laughs> Is that the word you used? I don't remember exactly what you said. Did you say innocent and then describe a murder because <laughs> that's what it seems I, like I might <laughs> I think like, it started pretty innocent. You know the first guy was just his girlfriend. You know, just some poor girl who had no idea, and uh, you know, got her drunk, dumped some water on her, and just left her for dead. It just left the window open. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess it wasn't that innocent. Yeah, it started. Uh, it, so it started at murder. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, yeah. I mean, it started pretty simple. Like they just you know put a cast on an arm that wasn't broken. You know, the doctor would be like, and then ah, uh, you know, they collected some insurance money. Uh, no, nope, they went straight to murder. <laughs> 
didn't even pass go and collect two hundred dollars. They just went straight to murder. I, I will say I don't think that was where it started. I think there was some other light frauds that they committed before this. I okay. think this was where uh, there was a pivot point. Okay, um, when they realized, hey, we could kill someone and people wouldn't notice. Um, yeah, that we that's did also in the thirties. Yeah. You could just do that anyway. It's true. Yeah. Um, so then they started thinking, well, hey, um, what if we could take out a few more insurance policies on somebody if they didn't know we could get a bunch at like different from different financial organizations get that to add up to a bunch of money and then, and kill then yeah and then make off with a bunch more money because they made I think they made two thousand dollars off of um, that girlfriend's that, uh, policy which was I don't know uh, during the depression. Yeah, let me let me check still that was a good chunk of change in the thirties. That's probably about forty grand. Yeah, but even still, like that's not. You're you're splitting this between uh, five guys, six guys. Sure. Um, so yeah, it comes out to thirty three grand. Oh well, yeah, that was pretty close. <coughs> so, but then you're splitting that five ways, so everyone walked away with like a, a month's rent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so it really wasn't that significant of uh, a murder. <laughs> And so they were like, how can we make some more money off of this? And so they, they started devising this plan and but also you got like five other guys that you got to trust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, that's why it's called the murder trust. You got to trust. Oh, them. that's <laughs> what we're going to get. That makes sense. Okay, <laughs> uh, so then uh, the plan was hey, let's let's take this out a bunch of different financial institutions mm-hmm. on the same person. We'll create a fake identity for them and then we'll we'll kill them plant the identity like the ID cards and stuff on them after they died. Let them get discovered. There's the ID cards and then whoever is the fake sibling or whoever took out the policy will have fake ID stuff. They'll go collect and then we split the cash. Um, so okay. flawless plan um, <laughs> and then they thought, oh wait, who are we going to kill? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean if you're going to do fake IDs, couldn't you just you know, you could really ride the same body a couple different <coughs> covered of times. You know, <laughs> just keep dropping, just keep dropping different IDs in and put them in a different place. How do you think this works? You think you just roll up into Prudential and be like, "I got a dead person. Here's his ID." <laughs> took out an insurance claim on him like a week ago. And in the 30s, they were like, "Ah, yeah, we're so busy with the depression." You know, you gotta take, you gotta wait too much. Get that body out of here. <laughs> you know, they were so busy they didn't care. They was like, yeah, sure, take the money. Get back to depressing. <laughs> you know, they're like, they're like, hey, nobody's allowed in here. The sign says employees only. Sorry, that was a stretch of a joke. I was trying really hard to. Nobody's allowed. Nobody's allowed. <laughs> Give me some time. I'll figure that out by the end of the episode. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. So uh, they were like, hey, who are we gonna kill? Right. We got to figure out who we're gonna kill. Um, Coincidentally, uh, there was a, a epidemic of alcohol poisoning during the prohibition because everybody was making their own alcohol. Right, right, right. right. Seriously, very strong, um, and people were killing themselves by Overdoing drinking too it. much of yeah. uh, this uh, alcohol that was too strong. 
Hey, thanks for checking out this episode. We love our listeners a lot. And one way that you can let us know you're here uh, is by leaving a podcast review. Maybe that's a five-star thing in the Apple Podcast app. Maybe you listen on Spotify. Or if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. We do read all the comments and reviews. We just love knowing what you think about this show. Uh, also, if you haven't yet, go check out some of our other episodes. My current favorite is the Identical Strangers episode. It's three brothers or triplets who were separated at birth un- unbeknownst to them or their parents as part of a really weird uh, experiment. So uh, there's a lot of really fun stuff we talked about in that episode, uh, but thank you for checking this out. Now back to this one. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, we're about halfway through quarter one, which means pretty much all of us have given up on our New Year's resolutions already. (laughs) And look, I get it. It becomes really easy this time of year to start skipping out on the things that you committed to. But I have a secret for you. Therapy can help you find your strengths so you can ditch extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I know my therapist helps me find all the areas where not only I need to work, but areas where I'm doing a good job and can uh, continue to excel in those areas. And it's super helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist or switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, it's that time of year again, which means every night you wake up in the middle of the night freezing cold, and so you get a bunch of blankets, and then you wake up a couple hours later, and you're burning up. So you take all the blankets off and repeat the cycle all night long. Well, I got good news for you. Miracle Made has the solution. Miracle Made has silver-infused fabrics that are inspired by NASA that makes the sheets thermoregulated, and they're designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long. So if you need to be cooler, it helps keep you cooler. If you need to be warmer, it helps keep you warmer. And it's that same silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, which means these sheets stay cleaner and fresher three times longer than traditional bed sheets. So no more gross odors. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today and whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L-N at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20% off. Miracle is so confident in their product that is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. So I said, perfect, let's just find a local drunk and let's stage an alcohol poisoning. Um, And so coincidentally enough for them, there was a guy by the name of Mike Malloy who frequented Tony Marino's speakeasy. And they were like, um, yeah, let's kill him. They actually banned him from it because he had an unpaid tab that was very, very large. Um, he, a uh, little bit about... Uh, they were like, hey, Mike, you want to make even on your tab? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit about Mike Malloy. Uh, he's uh, an Irish-born immigrant um, from the county of Donegal, Ireland. Okay. Um, and he was a uh, firefighter 
uh, who got fired for drinking on the job um, <laughs> in in New York in New York. Yeah, okay, uh, so this guy's not going to go down with alcohol poisoning. I know where the story's <laughs> going. I know they tried to kill him, but he's Irish and he's a firefighter, right? And so he woke up and was like, eh. <laughs> so they they called up they called up Mike. They said, "Hey, Mike, long time no see. We miss having you around the speakeasy." Uh, he's like, "Dude, I didn't pay though." <laughs> and they're like, "You know what? Your tab's cleared." And honestly, we just miss having you here. So let's rack up a bigger tab, buddy. They they just said, "Hey, drinks. All drinks are on the house for you. You can have whatever you want. Drink as much as you want. You're clear." And so he's like, "Well, that sounds like a deal." Great. So he shows up at like noon and they just party with him through the night. They're like, let's just keep it going. Keep it going and they just keep feeding this guy more so much and more drinks um, hoping that uh, he'd give himself alcohol, alcohol but with poisoning. every drink he takes. He grows stronger. <laughs> he grows another head. <laughs> He's a okay. hydra. Uh, so uh, you were right. Uh, he doesn't die. He doesn't die. Sure. He doesn't get alcohol poisoning. Um, he drinks a whole bunch, gets super drunk, passes out. Uh, and they were like, yes. And they're like, perfect. He's gonna die. Uh, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> He's gonna die. Yeah, he didn't. He came back the next day at like noon and drank all day again. And this happened like three or four times. And they were like, and like what we the heck? can't get this guy to drink himself into the grave. So they said, what are we going to do? Um, Ban him again. <laughs> well, one of the, the friends in the group um, before the Great Depression and he got laid off. Uh, he was a chemist and so he said, hey, I've got an idea. Um, let's get a little light poisoning involved with this light fraud <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so let's dabble in poisoning someone. So he gets some wood alcohol, um, which is uh, basically pure methanol. Um, honestly, the thing that we could describe it closest to today is antifreeze. Um, and yeah. they're like, let's just give them a bunch of that and tell them it's this new drink that we're testing. And be like, you can test out this new drink. Um, we think like we're not sure if everyone else is going to have the stomach for it, but you got like an iron. I mean, stomach. look at you. you so, know? so they they get him real drunk. They give him. They start giving him this wood alcohol, and he just slams. Someone dumps water on him. He's like, Hey, <laughs> what's that? Hey, what's that for? Are you cold? <laughs> Like blowing on him. <laughs> He's like, what is going on? And then someone's like, hey, Vinny, this, this, why are you being so weird? That was the other one. That was the other one. That was the other plan. This is why we don't invite you to this anymore. I'm not invited to the murder trust anymore. Shush your mouth. You don't talk about the murder trust. Shut your mouth. He's next. <laughs> we have. Do we have a? Do we have a life insurance policy out on Vinny? Hey, Vinny, you can drink as much as you want. <laughs> No, no tab. <laughs> Why don't you start drinking? Uh, so he's just pounding these wood alcohol <laughs> glasses and yeah. like no effect, like just slamming them. Yeah, uh, and they're like, uh, this is going to catch up with them eventually. And at the end of the night, late and early in the morning, like he's one, like, I don't feel too good. They're like, yes, <laughs> they're like perfect. So he leaves. He goes home. Shows up the next day around noon, and they're like, He's "What? Like, that the was heck? great, guys." Uh, so, uh, uh, skin is clearer, <laughs> looking healthier. You know, it's like it really Give me is. Give some more of that new drink. It's Woo! great. Well, what uh, uh, some chemists have evaluated this situation uh, uh, since, and what they said that they think happened is uh, they got him drunk before they gave him the wood alcohol, um, and 
traditional alcohol uh, is ethanol. And okay. ethanol uh, breaks down methanol, and so it doesn't have any effect on your body. And so if you, he, pro tip, uh, <laughs> pro tip, pro uh, tip. If you ever drink antifreeze, drink a bunch of alcohol because that is literally the cure. Um, it, it breaks down the antifreeze in your stomach, and that's how you get out of there without yeah. dying. And that's so, what a guy told me when I was Uber driving him once. <laughs> I was like, man, you look. Are you okay? Like you look like you've had too much. No, I drink some antifreeze earlier, <laughs> and so honestly, I'm just doing the responsible thing. You know, and I'm just trying to get. I'm just drinking too way just, more. I'm just trying to survive. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, dude, look at you. <laughs> Proud of you, man. Yeah. Taking care of your body. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's great awareness, man. Uh, so they said they they filled his uh, body with ethanol, so that way when he drank the methanol, it did you have no a gulp of antifreeze? <laughs> Here's the cure, Natty Light. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just. What if that was their commercials? <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, and so it didn't work, and they were like dumbfounded that this didn't work. Yeah. Uh, and so one of the guys in the group was like, "Hey, I heard about this guy. Uh, I heard about <laughs> this thing called bullets. <laughs> There's no way he'll survive, right?" Uh, I heard about this guy who ate some oysters while drinking whiskey. Uh, and apparently there was like a chemical reaction, and so he was oh like, "Let's try gosh, this." Man. And so they found some. This sounds like the people who were like, "Dude, if you eat pop rocks and drink soda, your <laughs> stomach will explode." <laughs> did you know that? Have you ever heard that before? And so they said. So what they did, did is. Did you know if you sleep with your contacts in, your <laughs> eyes will fall out. Let's put some contacts in his eyes. <laughs> Don't tell him. <laughs> Do you know that if you put someone's hand in water while they're sleeping, they'll pee themselves. <laughs> Do you? He won't kill them, but it'll be pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what he said is they 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 took these uh, uh, rotten oysters. Okay. And they said, hey, forget the whiskey. Let's pickle them in wood uh, alcohol. And so they took a vat of that wood alcohol, threw a bunch of rotten oysters in there, and let them. Get pickled. Um, is that and the I phrase? Love that this get, get pickled. I love they're so confident that they're like this f- smells terrible. It looks awful, and Mike's gonna eat it. <laughs> he's gonna, you know, it's kind of a given that he's gonna eat it. Like it doesn't no matter how it smells or what color it is or what it looks like. Like Mike's probably gonna eat this. You know, I love they took that for granted. They were like, obviously he'll eat it. You know, no question about it. And then they were all joking around, laughing later, and there and Mike's like, "Ah, you're killing me!" Right? And they were like, ah, "We're trying, Mike. We're trying so hard. Yeah, we're trying to kill you so hard, man." I mean, it is true. They totally were just like, "Yeah, he'll eat it." Um, That's what I'm saying. And, and he did. Uh, a couple of days later, after they pickled it, uh, I like this guy. They uh, they served him this plate of these oysters, and he asked this for guy seconds. Sounds like the kind of dude uh, who a couple of years ago, when I first moved to Kansas City, one of the major news stories was that guy who rode around on a four wheeler naked. Did you see that? Oh yeah, chased around on four thirty five and all that stuff. Yep. That is this guy. Yeah, I think this, I think you're right on. And it I might st- it might on. be him. It's the same guy. What if he ate enough rotten oysters that <laughs> to yeah. never die? You know that's why the queen's so old. <laughs> You know, it's because she ate a lot of those. Her secret is up. Yeah, yeah, okay, uh, that's great. Well, we yeah, to, so we have to edit that out so people. I mean, the, oh, the, yeah, the royal families <laughs> kept <it>. that pretty, <laughs> pretty secret, pretty secret. Uh, so uh, uh, a couple days later, after they pickled these oysters, uh, they fed it to him, and he, sure enough, just <laughs> ate them. 
and Here then comes the trait. Like, how do you mean they fed it to him? They were like, were they just like, hey, here's the new thing we got. Yeah, they're like, and hey, he man, like we got a new, a new meal the jar, that we made. Just yeah. Well, they made him a plate of them, and he loved them so much he asked for seconds, and they were like, well, <laughs> okay. Um, so he sure ate those. Thing, Mike. They got him drunk again. Uh, he went home, came back the next day, totally fine. Um, which I'm gonna be honest with you, <laughs> like uh, I don't know what they expected with that. Like I feel like that's like a oh he's gonna get food poisoning he's probably gonna throw up sure but it's like is he gonna die it's a ridiculous plan to me well um, I know what they expected they expected him to die <laughs> you're right <laughs> yeah but also exactly right. these guys are not starting to sound very smart <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, so the next day they said uh, we we gotta up the Annie. Um, and the next, this is all like day after day after day. Yeah, every Dude, day. imagine surviving <laughs> <It's> seven weeks, <laughs> seven assassination attempts, and not even knowing. And you're just like, dude, I'm having the best week. Like I'm just, they just keep I, giving me free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he comes into the speakeasy, and uh, they're What's like, the hey, we got code? a new. What's the password there? Do we know? Uh, uh, time shop? for Malloy to die. Malloy die. <laughs> uh, Malloy murder party of five. <laughs> yep, you're in. Hey, there you Mike. go. He's not hung over every day. I mean, I'm sure he's hung over, but he's Irish. But the cure for hangover is just more. Is more. Uh, so he comes in in the speakeasy and uh, he gets in there and uh, they had made a new meal for him. They said, hey, we got a new dish we want you to try. And he's like, absolutely. Uh, you've been making yeah. great food lately. He brought it out. He ate the plate. They were like, not <laughs> dish. That's not <laughs> not the what dish. We met, Mike. <laughs> yeah, he's like, dude, I, I know my dishes, you know, <laughs> and that's a good dish. <laughs> it's a good dish. <laughs> this is chewing the porcelain. <laughs> they made a sandwich for him. And the sandwich consisted of an uh, old shoe, an old can, literally an old can of sardines that had just been under the counter Not for the years. The can, the can. <laughs> he's just biting that can. Well, wait, uh, <laughs> there's the the sardines, uh, and then they uh, sprinkled on a little bit of rat poison as if it was like a vinaigrette, uh, and then <laughs> they put in some broken glass, some carpet tacks. Uh, <laughs> Like just this. This thing's got a look. <laughs> like what's that episode of SpongeBob where he makes that really nasty-looking Krabby Patty? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's got to look worse than that, right? <laughs> I I don't know, uh, but sure enough, good old Mike Malloy eats the whole thing. No, eat the and, whole thing, and it's like, hey, this is pretty good. Hey, it's <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> he, he's bleeding. <laughs> Must have bit my tongue. <laughs> no way. They just can't kill this guy. And honestly, I've eaten that. I have not eaten that sandwich, but I made a kid eat that when I was a youth pastor. <laughs> and so like youth camp, dude, that was wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a pretty youth pastry sandwich. Yeah. Uh, Sardines <laughs> and broken glass. <laughs> Next time you get a subway, be like, "Hey, you guys got any <laughs> broken glass?" I don't if you see eat it. this whole thing, I'll dye my hair blonde. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every every new passer. 
if you eat that whole thing, I'll do something very trendy. <laughs> like what are you talking about, dude? That's not even. <laughs> I'll buy a Gucci sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, I bet my friend a pair of sneakers you wouldn't eat that. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, this guy's just not dying, and the murder trust gets together, and they're like, hey, "Guys, they're like, hey, none none of this is working. We need we to can't call ourselves the murder trust anymore unless we can murder. Somebody. <laughs> we can't murder anybody, but we can't be the murder trust if our murders aren't trustworthy." Uh, and so. They said, what are we going to do? We got to, we got to, this isn't working. And they said, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> Is, are you doing all of them? Yeah. <laughs> You're going, hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> they said, we got off the rails, guys. We didn't do what we know how to do. We're over here trying to poison a guy. When we're we not are, poisoning. We're not we're, poisoners. We're not poisoners. We're freezers. We're freezers. <laughs> We shouldn't have tried to poison the guy. That's not what we have experience in. Yeah. Hey, thanks again for listening to this episode. If you like our show, make sure you follow us on social at Tillin Podcast or subscribe anywhere where you're listening to right now, whether that's YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. And if you want more, uh, we do have a Patreon you can support us on. Uh, in there, you get all sorts of perks like ad-free episodes, early access to our content, and even a Discord with our hosts and producers. Uh, so we'd love for you to check that out. All you got to do is text Tillin to 66866. That's Tillin to 66866. But thanks again for checking us out. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Man, today I'm having one of those days where I'm just about at the end of the day and I'm thinking, man, I wish I had more time. Have you ever had a day like that where you're like, oh, there's not enough hours in the day? But that got me thinking, what would I do if I had more hours in the day? And the reality is most of us would probably fill it up with the same stuff and at the end say, man, I wish I had more hours in the day. The reality is, if you're not making time for the things that you want to make time for, there's other stuff that's going to squeeze its way in, and you're going to find yourself wishing you were spending time on other stuff anyways. That's where therapy can be helpful. Uh, having someone you can talk to to say, hey, what are my priorities in my life, and how do I make those priorities in my life, and someone who can hold you accountable to keeping those priorities priorities. I know my counselor and I have been on a journey for a few years now, and it's been so helpful to have someone to talk and sort through life with. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. I say this a lot, but I cannot recommend therapy enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, maybe give BetterHelp a try. It's 100% online. It's designed from the top to bottom to be convenient, uh, and you can fit literally any schedule. Speaking of schedules, BetterHelp fits literally any schedule, so it's super valuable for people like me who have a hard time fitting things into their schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. So the next day, Malloy shows up to the speakeasy. They get him really drunk 
and they say, "Hey, he ate another one of those sandwiches." Unbeknownst to them, <laughs> yeah, they, right? They didn't make he it. it he, he asked. He asked He's the bartender. The captain, hey, where's this, your carpet tanks? <laughs> where's that? Uh, well, I see you don't have any broken glass. Picks up a glass, smashes it. They come in and he's just like, here's one more. He's like, he's doing the whole thing, right? He cuts it into four pieces, right? He uses toothpicks to make it a club sandwich. Eats the toothpick with it, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? He's the kind of guy that asks for extra toothpicks in his club sandwich because he likes the way it feels in his mouth. You know, this guy's bonkers. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. You're out of rat poison. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, yeah, that's uh. He's got his feet in the fryers, right? Because it feels good, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is this is he's, the exfoli- foot bath. he's exfoliating <laughs> his feet with the air with the with the French fry fryers. My toenail stuck in the fryer. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, they get him really drunk again. Yeah. And they doesn't sound like they need to. They Sounds like he'll do it. <laughs> They convince him that what? They convince him that there's like some event they're gonna go to. So Vinny was right. Vinny tried to do this earlier to him. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if they wanted to go bowling or like I don't know what they said, but they were like they like they're like, hey Mike, want to go bowling? And he's like, yeah. And so they walk him out to the park uh, and they wait till he passes out uh, and lay him out on um, a park bench. This is February in New York, very cold. Yeah. They take his shirt, they dump five gallons of water on him, and they just peace out. And so they expected. There we go. We got him. <laughs> we we froze him. That's what we know how to do. Yeah. Um. The next day, they're hanging out in the speakeasy. Yeah. And Vinny's like, "Hey, did you guys <laughs> kill that guy yet?" And they're like, "Well, <laughs> we dumped some water on him last night." And Vinny's like, "That's what I tried to do a week ago." Yeah. And you guys have been giving me rat poison ever since. <laughs> uh, and then uh, uh, right on cue. Mike Molloy walks into the speakeasy. Arms frozen up. Yeah, <laughs> with a brand new shirt. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> Can't put his arms down. It's frozen. I don't know what happened, but I'm frozen. Something froze me last night. <laughs> Can you yeah. turn the air fryer so I'm going to thaw? Yeah. <laughs> Slowly goes in like you like you do to a hot tub. You know where you try to like <laughs> so slowly get in real slow. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, what happened? He's laying in the fire. <laughs> there's, a, there's a fireplace. He's laying in it. He's like, sorry guys, I just got thaw out real quick. He's like, he just like, he's like, oh yeah, last night was pretty crazy, right guys? Just in in flames. People are like, "What is going on, dude?" Picking little carpet tacks out of his teeth. Uh, So what happened was the crew went home. He sat there frozen and drunk for a little bit, and then the police found him. And they were like, "Oh, we'll go take this guy to a homeless shelter." They drop him off there. The homeless shelter gives him new clothes, (laughs) uh, thaws him out. And then sends him on his merry way, and he wakes up the next morning, no memory of any of it, and is just like, "Yeah, I woke up in this homeless shelter, and they gave me a new shirt." And then he's like, "You guys want a drink?" <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, the murder trust is frustrated. They can't do what they're good at. Uh, they can't do what they're not good at. They're just failing left and right. This is not <laughs> worth their investment in time now, because now they're looking. I mean, you really like break this down, right? This is how freelancers work, you know. Yeah. You get a good chunk of that 
insurance fraud money, right? But when you break it down to the amount of hours that you're putting into these jobs, well, you also got now think, they're doing minimum wage. You also got to think all the alcohol that they've spent That's on what this I'm guy. Saying. Like, there's the cost of this is starting I mean, to push, the and it's hard to write that off. Yeah, you know. <laughs> You can't write uh, off murder expenses on your taxes. Can I get on a call with the triple tax guy? Hey, yeah. So we were murdering this guy earlier this year, and we what do I like- label this in QuickBooks? <laughs> if I use this to take somebody out. Um, so they said, you know what? We need a we need to hire an expert. They gotta bring somebody else in. So they hire a mob hitman. And the mob hitman is like, oh, this is easy. He's like, you're a taxi driver. He's, He's like, like, you guys tried freezing him. <laughs> <laughs> what alcohol? Yeah. Sardines. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was like, he's like, this is easy. You're a, you're a taxi cab driver. And he's like, let's who's a taxi cab driver. One of the one of the oh. trusters. Um, and so uh, he's like, let's, uh, let's, let's hit him with the can get an event together. You guys are going to meet up somewhere. Park the cab around the corner when he walks around the corner. Hit him, you know. Oh, <laughs> I was I was right. <laughs> and so they set this up. They staged this thing for him to meet them at some place on the other side of town and <clears throat> take the cab out there. And as he walks by, they just they hit him at forty five miles an hour, uh, run him over, uh, and they freaked out. They were like, "Oh, he is super dead." And so they ran because they had never done anything this violent before. Yeah, like they they killed somebody and they tried to kill this guy a lot, but everything that they've done to this point how many, was like how many murder attempts is murder. this? This is like nine attempts. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of attempts. Um, and so they ran. They freaked out because this was the most violent like murder that they had ever committed. I mean, these are all like this is a guy who was a chemist, a taxi cab driver. These aren't cold blooded killers. These are just I do like dudes. that they had to hire a consultant. <laughs> you know. <laughs> We gotta bring in the big guns. <laughs> and when they said that, they should have thought, guns. <laughs> we gotta bring in the big guns. Oh, really? Really? That would be way easier. <laughs> That's no, a good no, idea. No, no, no. <laughs> the mob guy. Oh. The mob. Okay. Okay. Um <clears throat> Well, I guess they still needed to look like an accident for the insurance. Yeah. So they were cautiously optimistic at this point. They they like, yeah, we they, hit him with the cab last night. And they went back to the speakeasy and waited through the day. He didn't show up. Next day, didn't show up. Next day, didn't show up. So they said, "Okay, surely he he actually died." And so they started trying to go find him because so here's three the thing: days they he had didn't to show the, up. They had to get the paperwork. I was just trying to get the timeline right. <laughs> Friday they they hit him with a cab. <laughs> Saturday they were feeling pretty confident. Sunday. Sunday was just around the corner. We're <laughs> <laughs> hanging out in the in the speakeasy Sunday morning, and the door literally rolls, rolls off the hinges. They're like, "Who opens doors like that?" <laughs> They went out searching for him, <laughs> and somebody said, "Why do you look here?" There was some gardener in the city. There's no garden anywhere nearby, <laughs> and he's like, Psst, "Guys, it's me, it's me, Michael Malloy. I'm it's gardening." It's me, Michael Malloy. <laughs> it's me, Michael Malloy. 
Uh, uh, well, the cab driver picks him up, drove seven miles, didn't even realize it was him. Right? <laughs> We're just doing. Didn't even tip. Are we doing all the stories? <laughs> Someone was like, "All right, I don't believe that's him until I see, until I see the carpet picks in his teeth." All right. Okay, Thomas. <laughs> This so, is what that guy meant. <laughs> we had a guy who was really annoyed who sent us so many emails about how many Bible related jokes we make. Yeah, and this man. is what he meant. Yeah, it was like it was like you're blasphemous. Oh, man, honestly, I would hope that people who listen to it are encouraged by how well we know the scriptures. Yeah, we understand. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. This put them in the position where speaking of Bible jokes, uh, we talked about this in Bible school a lot. Where is the body? You have to know where is the body to prove. Well, yeah, they can't claim the insurance if they don't know. Yeah, you have to bring the body to Prudential. Say, look, he's you dead. Gotta bring it in. <laughs> you have to call and say, hey, you got. Yeah, uh, I'd like to claim a life insurance policy. You got the body. So you're saying, <laughs> show me the body. <laughs> that the other place that says no bodies allowed, employees only. <laughs> you're saying that this life insurance place is employees, and you have like you got to bring. <laughs> You have to bring a government ID. Yeah, you got to have a check, right? And you have to have the body with you. Yeah, the yeah. documents they require yeah. are crazy. It's pretty insane. It's like, can I have a photocopy of the dead body? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll no, lay them down on my you copy have machine. To have the original. You have to have the. Ah, I don't have the original. Can I? I'll overnight it. I'll overnight the body. <laughs> that'll work for us. That'll, that'll can work. I submit it electronically? Yeah, yeah. Can I just take a picture on my phone and send it to you? <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> That's worse, I think. Oh my God! Why do you have a picture of your dead uncle on your phone? Ah, it's an insurance, insurance thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I forgot to take it off. I forgot to delete that picture. I can delete it. <laughs> okay, so uh, where's the body? They gotta find the body. Yeah, where is it, dude? <laughs> Who's got this thing? <laughs> they go. They go to the mall, and it's a mannequin. <laughs> Someone, <laughs> someone's propped it up. They uh they go Nordstrom to, took him. They start going to all the uh, local hospitals. Oh, being like, hey, did this guy check in? It's my brother. I haven't been able to find him. And they're checking all these places. They can't find him. They've been to every hospital. No one has a record of him. They're looking around trying to track this guy down. They call insurance and they try to open the claim, but insurance is like, well, we got to see the body. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they went to Sherwin Williams, the paint store, and they found him just <laughs> <laughs> scooping paint and drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Michael Malloy. <laughs> He's double, double handed. Two hands, just yeah, lapping, two hands up. lapping up some paint. Why not? I mean, the guy's crazy, right? If if he laps like a dog, send him home. Uh, so uh, <laughs> it's another Bible joke. Uh, so they uh, uh, they try to open up the insurance, but they can't, uh, and uh, they. They're they're looking everywhere, right? Right. <clears throat> One day they're back in the speakeasy and they're like, I don't. I think we're he gonna have to do another. I think we're gonna have to pick out another drunk. And as they're coming up with their plan, trying to pick out who they're gonna pick out, the door opens. <laughs> Mike Malloy walks in, couple casts on crutches. <laughs> clearly, hey guys, injured. You guys are never gonna believe Sorry. this. I got hit by a cab. <laughs> Sorry, it's been hard. I saw you haven't heard from me in a few weeks. Yeah. Hey, by the way, yours outside. 
Did you hit a deer or something? Yeah, you got a big old dent. You got a. F- I your checked. It actually out. matches my back. It's kind of crazy. I leaned against it and I was like, "Whoa, that's my butt." I know, I know my butt when I see it. <laughs> you know. So uh, uh, he's just like, "Yeah, you guys are never gonna believe this. I got hit by a car. I was in the hospital for a few weeks." And they're like, "What hospital were that? We were at that hospital." They called the hospital. They're like, "Hey, we came looking for our friend. And he was there." And they're like, "Ah, oh, we forgot to put it in the records." Uh, <laughs> that's also what I love about the thirties. People are like, "Oh yeah." Uh, Ah, we forgot. Sorry, might be. Forgot <laughs> to write it down. <laughs> so the problem persists. Yeah, uh, Michael is still alive, um, injured, uh, but still alive. And so frustrated, um, and uh, coming close to not profiting on this whole endeavor, uh, the crew decides <clears throat> they're going to get him drunk again, and hope that works. Just kidding. Uh, they're going to get him drunk again. Take him into one of the back rooms of Speakeasy and connect a hose to one of the coal vents because they had the coal heaters. Okay. And just hold it on his mouth until he dies of carbon monoxide poisoning. Okay. Took about an hour. Um, and then he went unconscious and they're like, all right, he's dead. Took him to the same uh, doctor from before and they said, hey, we'll give you a cut. If you say it was carbon monoxide poisoning? Say, say it was pneumonia. Which to me, I'm like, that was. <laughs> This man is in casts. <laughs> he got pneumonia. He got pneumonia. So the doctor's like, sure. So he writes a death certificate, got pneumonia. They send it off to all these, all these insurance agencies, and the insurance agencies are like, all right, here's your money. And they got, uh, uh, hold on, uh, $3,500, which today would be $73,000. Um, but they had spent about $2,000 uh, on an alcohol and Ron sardines and stuff like that. Uh, so profit about 1500 less than the first uh, murder, uh, but they got away with this one <clears throat> and then two months later. Yeah, uh, a couple months later uh, Mike or not Mike. Uh, I believe it was so he died though. He actually did die this time. He did die. Oh, Joseph it. Joseph. Murphy. I was really hoping you're gonna be like, yeah, he he pulled through. Nah, nah. Joseph Murphy um, got arrested on unrelated charges, totally unrelated, and the insurance company was looking at this case and they're like, something's a little fishy about this. And so they tried to contact Joseph, but nobody. They're like, this guy. They couldn't get a hold of him. Was at the homeless shelter a couple nights before that. (laughs) Got hit by a cab. (laughs) And then carbon and 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 pneumonia. And then got pneumonia. They're like, there's some strange stuff going on here. and so they started trying to contact Joseph for further questioning. Sure, but he's in jail because he got um, arrested on some other unrelated charge, um, probably uh, alcohol or whatever in the prohibition. Uh, so he's he's in jail. They can't contact him. So they contact the local authorities and they say, "Hey, we want to look a little further into this." Say, so we, "We start with the body. You want to examine it?" So they call in another coroner for a second opinion, and the body is clearly carbon monoxide poisoned. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that wasn't pneumonia. They're like, this yeah. was carbon monoxide poisoning. And they're like, oh, well, that's strange. So then they did some further investigating of the doctor. <clears throat> they started asking everybody who knew Mike Malloy. And the nice thing about having five people and then a separate doctor and a separate mob person involved in your murder is they all talked about Mike Malloy and how hard he was to kill. <laughs> Just openly? <laughs> Oh, yeah, we killed this bar. guy. We killed this guy. Like, dude, we tried to take this guy out, and then the door opens. They're like, oh, hey, sure, 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 sure. That's him. That's him. That's him. <laughs> yeah. 
You know that guy that crawled in the fire yesterday. <laughs> We've been trying to kill him for months. He won't die. Uh, Invincible. Uh, and uh, someone heard and was like, "Oh yeah, that was those guys." Uh, and they yeah, just I think I out. heard uh, <laughs> down at the. But then you're in a real conundrum, right? Because you gotta be like <laughs> down, at, down at the uh, Wendy's <laughs> barber. Nope, haven't heard about him. Never met no, Michael. Loy in my never life. mind. Sorry. Uh, no idea what you're talking about. Is that about. the yeah Draco right from Harry Potter right Draco Malloy? That's what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, detective. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that. <laughs> I never knew him. Are you sure? I swear. I, swear. I, I never swear. knew him. No, I'm pretty sure I saw it. No, I never, I never knew him. Knew. <laughs> you know, it's another Bible joke. <laughs> the detective's daughter walks in is like, you know that guy. You know that guy. <laughs> okay, this is getting real ridiculous. So uh, they connect them to it. Yeah, they arrest them. They try them and it was uh, it was actually uh, two of the doctor and one of the other guys in the group. Uh, got lengthy prison sentences. Um, I don't know exactly how long, but the other four got sentenced to death in the electric chair. Oh, uh, my gosh. so like they weren't messing around with this. Um, it's pretty crazy. Uh, all for <laughs> what today would be seventy-three grand that they split six ways. Yeah. Uh, so they did not. It was not worth it for them. Um, not that killing anybody's ever. What's crazy worth it. is that like, they all <laughs> survived the electric chair. <laughs> They're the Fantastic Four. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the got, government was like, hit him with a cat. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, we got a consultant. He said we hired this consultant. He said hit him with a cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So uh, Mike Malloy just didn't die. Uh, these people got labeled the murder trust, um, and then pretty quickly the government was like, we should get rid of prohibition. Uh, this was stressful. <laughs> Um, wow, I, I do. I, I feel so bad for Mike Malloy though, because this whole time this poor guy thinks he's just got this great group of friends and he's all like super lucky. Yeah, giving me all this free it's food like that and kid drinks. That, that hung out with the cool kids, but you knew <coughs> the cool kids were all making fun of them. They're just messing with them. They were just yeah. trying to kill him and cash out on you a life insurance policy. That. Yeah, <laughs> rich kids. Um, so yeah, poor Mike Malloy. Anyways, uh, the, but hey, I mean to be honest though, didn't he die thinking he had friends? That is a good point. Yeah, he thought he thought everyone loved him. Well, probably not when they were shoving a hose down his throat, yeah, <laughs> connected to the cold. Yeah, at the very end. <laughs> yeah, the very like, end. He was like, like, he's like, this is. Wait a minute. He's what? Like, I don't like this drink. <laughs> this isn't as good as that sandwich you gave yeah, me. Yeah, give me the sandwich instead. Um, but yeah, a rumor has it uh, that uh, there's a barber shop in the Bronx, uh, and if you go to the back of that barber shop and you pull. Uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone off the shelf. Got it. Um, at five o'clock in the afternoon, then you can still hear the sound of a fiddle off. Mm-hmm. 
Things I Learned Last Night is a production of Space Tim Media. Produced by Christian Taylor. Audio is edited by Alex Garnett. Video by Connor Betts. Social media is run by Caleb Walker. And graphic design by Caleb Goldberg. Our hosts are Jaron Myers and Tim Stone. Please follow us on social media at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Leave a review, comment, subscribe, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to Things I Learned Last Night. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, we're about halfway through quarter one, which means pretty much all of us have given up on our New Year's resolutions already. (laughs) And look, I get it. It becomes really easy this time of year to start skipping out on the things that you committed to. But I have a secret for you. Therapy can help you find your strengths so you can ditch extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I know my therapist helps me find all the areas where not only I need to work, but areas where I'm doing a good job and can uh, continue to excel in those areas. And it's super helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist or switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode.